You're listening to Miss Erica Amanda Polk, and this is a left-handed podcast. Good sis! Are you for me, or are you against me? You're canceled. <laughs> Whack. Facts. Hey y'all, it's Erica. I'm back for another episode of the Left-Handed Podcast. And we didn't have an episode last week just because I had lots of things going on. Um, I just got an internship, very thankful um, for that. It's through Intern X, which is a program developed by Robert Smith the same guy who paid off the Morehouse student loans. He trades, or he has a company, and they basically trade software, uh, software and emerging tech companies. Um, One of his offices is in Austin, and yeah, after he paid off their loans, his second initiative was to start InternX, which is a platform that gets, or that guarantees minorities um, internships with either companies he's associated with or has dealings with, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, I'm really, really thankful for that. Um, I start in a few days and it'll just be a summer type thing. I'll be um, web producing, like working on the back end of their, uh, of um, the website of the company that uh, reached out to me. And other than that, I don't really have anything else going on, which is good because I'm the type of person that's always doing something um I don't necessarily think that it's distracting myself like it's an effort me doing a lot of things is an effort to distract myself but I mean I do believe in keeping busy and uh yeah you never really know you never really know what can happen so I always try to take life by the horns. And um, as of late, I've just been trying to be more mindful, which we'll talk about later in this episode, and enjoying the now and not always doing things. Um, I wouldn't say that I got rid of a TV. I just don't have a TV ever since I moved out back in August. And it's because I don't really watch TV, so I spend my time doing other things and I've been watching TV lately or Netflix at least and so that's been real interesting um that's just one of the ways I relax is just watching TV so it's nice to be able to do that again after so many months um I haven't done anything creative which has been a relief for me as well because my last few weeks of school Um, in an effort to finish up my art minor have been creative assignments that really, really exhausted me and pushed me to my limit Um, or pushed me, put me at a creative cap for the time being. So I haven't been doing any of that. I've just been doing stuff that I just thought of at the beginning of the day. Like I'll just go out and do it. Like it's not really planned all the time. And um, I've been enjoying that. But um, enough about that part. We can uh, let's 
let's get into the let's get into this week's episode. So I'll be talking about um, I had a friend visit me last week. What uh, what we did, Kira and I, and then I'll also talk about Lil Nas X, um, a review of his EP that I did not like that someone from Pitchfork uh, named Alphonse Pierre did. I'll also be talking about. So uh, this week in cheap things that I did. So my friend Kiara visited me here in San Marcos and I told her to make sure that she has all the energy in the world to hang out with me because I like to go hard or go home. I get that from my dad. Anytime I hang out with him, I'm literally exhausted and I never want to do anything <laughs> again because we'll start before the sun comes up and will end after the sun is down and i usually am sore the next day like we just do so much in that day but i kind of like to get the most bang for my buck so when i'm hosting people i mean it's like that they they're gonna have fun and it's gonna be a lot and i'm gonna try to do something do things that they have never experienced before or that i've never experienced before it's just the natural host in me, I guess, or I don't know. But um, yeah, Kiera came down last week and what did we do? First off, she got here like two, three hours later than she said she was, but that's just how CP time works. I wasn't really tripping. I was getting some things done around my apartment. Let's see, so Jasmine joined us that day, my good sis Jasmine. Um, and we ended up going to Green, Texas, which is about 15 minutes away, um, going towards San Antonio from San Marcos. So we went to Green, um, G-R-U-E-N-E. It's a little, it's one of the many German towns around here. Um, and yeah, Green is super cute. We went to this place called Winery on the Green, which is a winery. Um, right by a really fast moving river. Oh my gosh, that I can't even think of. I think it's the Guadalupe. I don't know, but that river is really fast and scary. But anyways, it sits on the edge of that and we had, we just went for a wine tasting. I've been there before when my friends um, Armani and Brianna were in town. I really liked it. I ended up getting a orange sangria wine from them. And I was intent on going back there and getting that again during our tasting that day. But I ended up tasting another one that I liked. And it's an acai cranberry wine, I think. But it is super fire. Each of us ended up getting a bottle. It was only like $12. Um, the tastings, it was four tastings of wine for $4. So we ended up tasting 12 different ones because we each got one and we just like sipped off of each other's. So that was really nice, affordable, super cheap, super cute. Um, we liked the wine so much that we got a bottle each. From Green, we ended up going about 40 minutes to the east of San Marcos, um, going towards Austin. So right in the middle of Austin in San Marcos, but like 30 minutes out the way to the east um, is a place called Wimberley. And so we ended up going to Wimberley Valley Winery. Oh my goodness, it is so beautiful over there. It's hill country. Um, lots of wineries, lots of vineyards. Very, very nice like 
plot of land with like cows and just huge huge old trees and it was super pretty um it looked very like majestic like it's definitely a place where they have like weddings at it's really pretty um outdoors they had their own garden um i believe it's a vineyard so they had like the vineyard there they had three different spots to um sip wine on the deck um in the back of the um venue and the wine tastings there were five wine tastings for $12. Now, by that time, we'd already had some wine. I've made a little pact to myself to not drink as much. And so I only had a little bit. And we definitely weren't going to get 15 different um, wine tastings. We ended up just doing, we said we were going to do two. We ended up just doing one. And then we tipped her really good. Um, we did six instead of the five, but, um, that wine was, that wine was good. I personally, I think all of us girls, we, we liked the, um, wine in green better. And that was like a smaller, that wasn't a vineyard. That was just a winery. Um, we ended up liking the one in green better, but the views at the vineyard were way nicer. And so we had a little fun there, took some flicks. Um, and then we ended up heading to Austin went to this really cute taco place because Austin is like really big on tacos or whatever and um, I ended up leaving my wallet there which sucked but like people have Apple Pay so I wasn't really tripping and anyone that tries to like, listen anyone that tries to like take personal things from me like such as a wallet like they only play themselves they're really not gonna find anything like that's not really how I roll I pack light so I ended up getting my um wallet from that place about two days later they were kind enough to keep it for me but yeah that place is called something papa something I don't know something but um ate some tacos we went to the flats which I've been before um, a friend of mine introduced me to it it's off of the Barton Springs um, Greenbelt access way. And so it's basically you hike down to it like 10 minutes, not even 10 minutes, like a five minute little hike. And then it's just like a flowing river, like a river that ebbs and flows. And there's, I call it a mountain, like there's cliffs over there. Like it's, it's really pretty. So I took them over there. And then after we left the flats, we ended up um, going to some bachata lessons. I love to dance. I know Jasmine loves to dance. Um, Kira really enjoyed herself. Um, so yeah, I was just like, we had partners at first. And then we switched like every time he taught us like a new little move that we could do instead of the, you know, normal left to right, left to right um, bachata. So we were like spinning and dipping and all of that it was really cute um so after the bachata lessons i took him to it's sundown at this point i took him to this jazz lounge which was whack i've never been there but i just looked it up um called skylark literally a hole in the wall off of airport in um austin i-35 not the place to go i don't recommend it unless they have um Unless when you look on the schedule, it's someone that's like actually like Poppington, then I would go. Um, so after Skylark, we tried to go get some barbecue. 
So we went to like, I think it was Congress on the other side of I-35 in Austin. We went, we went off of Congress and like Fifth Street. Um, they were closed, whack. So then we walked over to 6th Street, 36th, to get some pizza. On the way there, some guy, like a bouncer, was like, oh my God, I'll buy y'all a drink. And you know, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't turn those down. So <laughs> he bought us like a, a fishbowl. Um, that was cool. And then we went to get some pizza. And yeah, the girls were super tired by then. Um, so yeah, we ended the day there, but it was a fun filled day. That was awesome. So that was super cheap. Now, not everything that I do is cheap. Um, well, actually it was a $4 winery experience. And then we had that, um, $12 vineyard winery experience. That's super cheap. And then we just paid for food. So that was, that was quite inexpensive. Um, that's something you can you can do if you don't live around hill country then i would just figure out what's you know what's fun to do in the in the place that you live so that you can get the most out of it but um i enjoy wine so that's my type of party right there and um yeah a few days before that i was in houston and I ended up going to an Anderson Pack concert. Now that Anderson Pack concert cost $75. I haven't been to a concert since Lord knows when. Um, I used to be super big on concerts and then I stopped, but I forgot how much they cost. And it was $75. And I was just like, oh my God. But it was $75, Anderson Pack, Mac DeMarco, Thundercat. So then I was like, all right, it's worth it. I was kind of skeptical, but I was like, all right, it's worth it, it's worth it, it's worth it, it's worth it. Um, best concert I've been to, definitely top five. Definitely, definitely top five. Anderson Pack's a wonderful performer. I've seen him perform live. Um, he opened for J. Cole about, and I think 2017 he opened for J. Cole um, and Brianna and Armani were like, who is this? <laughs> and I was like standing up and singing. Nobody knew who Anderson Pack was in the crowd. Like nobody knew the words. It was, man, but that was my guy even back then. And it's so beautiful to see like where he's come in the past two years. I remember you and me, closest in the two can be. Now we're strangers in the night, awkward in the tight. awesome like this time everyone was screaming the lyrics with me um it was beautiful his set awesome any concert that i personally go to at revention center in houston is usually a hit i've been to revention for two chance the rapper concerts chance the rapper concerts um in houston those were awesome the first time chance ever came the second time he came they were both at revention those were unforgettable and they always do that like the little streamers at the end um so yeah and i don't know if i've been to another revention one i missed the travis scott concert at revention 
where he like played that one song like 32 times or something but i'm sure that was pretty epic and he had like the the moving eagle or the moving bird uh let's see what else mac demarco was a dream he opened for anderson pack um <laughs> Marco concert you should go that dude just has straight LA Cali vibes like that was such a Los Angeles vibe at that concert it's like just different like it's literally sunshine and palm trees when when they get on even Buddy Buddy opened up for Vince Staples in San Antonio that was the last concert I went to um i feel like it was last year yeah i feel like it was last year shout out to Nora for getting me those tickets and it was some la vibes like i felt like i was at a cookout when he opened for um vince i wish i wasn't stuck on central just so good at being in trouble spending my days out in the ghetto Let's see, but Mac, I've seen him in, I saw him at Flogna, Camp Flogna, Tyler, the Creators um, Festival back in 20, that may have been 2017, 2016, I don't remember, in LA. And that was literally open sky, like under palm trees during the sunset, crazy vibes. Mac DeMarco was a special guest that year. Never heard of him in my life, but he got on there and I was just like cheesing like, he was like crushing beer cans with his forehead. He was doing cartwheels. He's just a real like laid back, chill type of dude. People call his music dad music, but it's super um, lighthearted and whimsical, even though he's really talking about real stuff, um, the beats. So uh, Mac was awesome. I think we were very late for Thundercat, but I would have liked to have seen Thundercat live. Um, funny story and how like, so many things are connected. Thundercat performed. Um, the people that we were with, one of them ended up, Miriam, she ended up seeing Thundercat in Austin, like while she was leaving work or something like that. Thundercat was just outside because a day before that, we were all back in San Marcos and then Austin's like 25 minutes from San Marcos. That's where um, she saw him at and then he posted on his Instagram like a compilation video of him and doing like Texas things and like a cowboy hat and like he was in Austin and Houston and it's really funny. It was just a really funny, cute video and he was just like, everything's bigger in Texas or something like that. And then the guy that ended up taking the video, I really liked the way that he captured it. Like it was really it it looked like it was it, it looked like it was supposed to be done by a um like a grade school student, but you could tell it was professional-ish. Zach Fox ended up doing the video. And then I'm just like, who is Zach Fox? Why do I keep hearing about him? And then I realized that Zach Fox was on a new YouTube video. 
Bing, bing, bing. I told you I've been watching TV, which is basically YouTube. Zach Fox was on an episode with Kenny Beats, our producer. Um, if you listen to Rico Nasty, that's who she's like, Kenny! That's Kenny Beats. He makes beats. Um, he has a show called something. I don't know. But it's called Dots on YouTube. It's 10 minutes. He invites his rapper friends to... Um, after he makes a beat specifically for them to rap over it. And Zach Fox did that. Jesus is the one. Hey, hey, hey. Better praise God or I'm a shooting that's on God. I ain't playing by my Lord and Savior. I'm on my job. And I was like, how are all these people connected? Why is everything connecting? Everything feels like deja vu. It's odd. But yeah, small world, I guess. Because all these people are from like totally different states. But I guess since they're all in music, they're all connected. I don't know. Next topic, Lil Nas X. So, old boy Alphonse Pierre decided to do a review for Pitchfork on Lil Nas X's um, EP called Seven. Now, I have a real problem with people writing things and saying things that aren't pointed, that don't have actual facts to back up why they said a certain thing that they said. Because I don't like other people doing that, I try to be aware of everything that I put out, whether it's verbally or whether it's through the internet. You know what I mean? I try to be tactful with what I do. That being said, that being said, I liked the EP. It was, what, like 10 or 11 songs? I don't know. It was 19 minutes. I felt like it was a perfect length of time for him. Um, being that we only have one song prior to go off of, or two, Old Town Road and Old Town Road Remix with Uncle Billy Ray Cyrus. I felt like it was a perfect, you know, not necessarily introduction to him and his life which is what the review criticized but an introduction to his his versatility in music okay that being said as a music head i didn't appreciate what alphonse wrote in that article i felt like he wrote something controversial to get the people going just like joe budden does and just like charlemagne the god does two very controversial people that get on my nerves at times. Very smart, but they get on my nerves at times because I feel like they say things with the followers that they have. They say things that their followers just take and run. You know what I mean? So I hate when you, I just hate when people do that. So anyways, what he wrote, one thing he wrote was, we don't learn a single thing about Lil Nas X on 7 other than he, he might have actually been born in a Reddit test tube in 2018. Like, why is you hating? Why are you hating? Why would you say that? They're, they're you know, I had to do a little cyber stalking. They're like the same age. Like, we're all the same age. Like, why would you say that? Oh, my God. Next thing. Next thing he said. His collaborations with the production duo Take a Date Trip are soulless imagine imagine going to a restaurant having the chef prepare something for you 
only for you to eat it. Mind you, the, the meal was free. The meal was on the chef. Okay, give the chef, give the, give the chef your best regards. No, instead of doing that, you tell the chef who gave you this free meal. Wow, I really wonder if you even like cooking or if you even know what cooking is. Like the trauma, the trauma beneath, beneath, um, beneath verbal attacks like that is amazing. Is amazing. Like it's crazy. He's, he also said on Panini, which I really think is a bop. He said on Panini, Lil Nas X has the droll personality of Kawhi Leonard of a Kawhi Leonard interview when stripped of all the gimmicks. Oh my God. Oh my God. You are not supposed to use the English language like this. Like you are not supposed to use it to hurt people like this. I cannot believe he did not have to go so hard in the paint on this boy. On this young man. Are you serious? I have a real problem with non-creative people questioning creatives in such a tactless way. I felt like it was very reminiscent of Everyday Struggles Nadeska. Ooh, she's problematic as well. I feel like she really doesn't think before she speaks. Um, very reminiscent of when Nadeska asked Soldier Boy on Everyday Struggles, post-Joe post Budden even working there. When she asked Soldier Boy, when he was, you know, doing all his press runs, when she asked Soldier Boy, why do you have so many businesses? Like, why are you a hater, number one? Number two, you wouldn't ask a Caucasian man. You wouldn't ask a white man. You wouldn't ask an Asian man. You wouldn't ask anybody else why they had so many, so many businesses. You would expect that of them. So why, when Soldier Boy um, is on his entrepreneur, entrepreneurial, uh, dang, why did I use that word? I was on a roll entrepreneurial yeah i think that's yes why when this man is on his ground you gonna ask him that why i don't understand like what are you doing Ugh, just i cannot i cannot i cannot so yeah alphonse he just sounded like a really big hater i didn't appreciate it um i thought that i, I thought the album was great it's 19 minutes y'all should go listen to yourselves um tell me what you think if i take you Um, and at the end of the day, if it's not hurting you personally, why are you bothered in that way? You can't take back words in the way that you think you can. So that's why I feel like you should be really careful with what you say. Um, even another thing I saw on um, Twitter, men painting their nails. Dwayne Wade um, painted his nails. Like, it's just nail polish. It is just nail polish. It is not hurting anyone. It's not on you, it's on him. My uncle used to paint his nails all the time. In fact, he used to let my like cousins and his granddaughters paint his nails. Like, it doesn't make him any less of a man. Um, but people really trip, like people really trip about that stuff, even though it has nothing to do with them. Like they get whole headaches and like dang near aneurysms off of what other people do when they could just choose not to care. They, they need to like learn how to deal with things like that. Like, 
learning how to deal would be not dealing with it and minding your business, in my opinion. Like, people just get so bent out of shape over things that they should not. And they just got to chill, okay? So from now on, I only want to hear pointed reviews of music. And I want you to listen to it a few times before commenting on it or before, you know, utilizing your Twitter fingers. Um, you should listen to it subjectively based on your tastes and feelings about the lyrics. And then you should listen to it objectively for musicality purposes. Disregarding what your friend or the internet said or the charts. Like, give it a few runs before you listen to it. Okay? And um, we were going to talk about mindfulness, but your girl can only talk for 30 minutes or my producer is going to um bite my head off i'm just kidding he's just not gonna be happy and i don't want to i don't want to damage that relationship so we'll talk about mindfulness next week all right i'll see you boys later Period. 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 Period.